The following podcast is part of the JesusPod.com network. Hello, hello, hello. How's it going, everyone? Uh, this is Eli here. We got Pastor Tony with me right in front of me. And we got our show today. Uh, glad y'all could tune in with us. It's called The Bro Show. So we welcome you. Welcome to The Bro Show. What up, bro? What's up, bro? We're here. This is going down. And so we got a really good topic today. Uh, I really want to share a couple of key points, and I know Pastor Tony has some word he wants to bring today. So today we're asking the big question, what is keeping men out of the church? What is the issue? What are the underlying things there that, that aren't talked about, that aren't being uh, brought out in the open? Why are they staying home? Why is it that, you know, statistics read that only 35% of men attend church on a Sunday morning. Wow. Why is that? And so today we're going to bring light to the situation and, and Jesus is going to bring revelation of the word. And so, Pastor Tony, what would you say is like the main something that's very common and, and the reason why? Um, well, I thought, it, uh, first of all, I want to let you all know, Eli comes out with the subject matter and then he kind of tells me like five minutes before we come on the air. So it's like right on the spot type questioning. OK, so I did not plan or, or get ready for this. But I think one of the biggest issues is the issue everybody has with coming to church, and that's that we all feel ashamed and rejected. And if we, um, you know, and I think we want to talk about this subject from the point of view of why it's good to come to church. Mm-hmm. Like, why is it good? Um, I think a lot of people um, that don't come and men especially since you read us you know the percentage there's got to be a reason for it and we could talk about all the reasons in the world but what are the good reasons why we should yeah that's right Mm -hmm. and i think if we're gonna get anybody who's listening right now to come to our church or another church to receive from the lord i think one of the biggest reasons uh, you you find it in the bible in hebrews i'm sorry yeah hebrews chapter 10 and in verse 25 it says not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as is the manner of some but exhorting one another and so and so much the more as you see the day approaching and the word exhorting actually means to edify each other or to build each other up and one of the biggest things i get from coming to church when i come is i just get built up i just i just feel strength for the rest of my week yeah you know and i think a lot of men need that uh we uh we as men have to be providers we as men have to go to work we as men have to be um husbands we have to be um parents and we just need the strength for the rest of the week and if there's anything that church does for you um one of the biggest lies the enemy gives us is well it's a sunday it's the only time I have to do this or that or yeah. watch my show. But the best thing for you to do is just to come to a family. Yeah, that's good. You know, and then the second reason I thought of was uh, was just uh, here in Acts. We've been praying this over our church, and I think it's very vital for right now for a lot of men to hear this. But in Acts chapter 2, verse 46 and 47, it says, So continuing daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house they are they ate their food i'm sorry with gladness and simplicity of heart 
praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily those who were being saved. Yeah. It's very important. The first part, it says that they were in one accord in the temple. And if there's anything that a man really likes is to be a part of a team. That's true. Yeah. You know, and being a part of God's family, I see it as being a part of the team. And the team comes together. When the team comes together, we get united. We get edified. We get strength. We get glad. It says, you know, another thing a man likes is to eat food. Yeah. It says here, sure. they ate their food with gladness and simplicity of oh, heart. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> That's so powerful, yeah, right? It is. And it says, praising God, having favor. The next thing, another thing that a man likes is having favor. That's right. And you want to have favor with your wife. You want to have favor at work. You want to have favor with society in a nutshell, right? Yeah. And I think men need favor. Absolutely. You know, so... Those are the things that came to my mind when you asked me the question earlier. Awesome. That's Praise God. You know <laughs> something? I want to read a scripture too. I have one, uh, 1 Corinthians 11.3. And this goes back to what you were talking about, you know, being a team, being part of a team, having favor. And, and one of those things is, is very important is having order. Mm-hmm. You know, and this scripture talks about order. It says, but I want you to understand that the head of every man is Christ. The head of a wife is her husband and the head of Christ is God. And so we go back to that order that God is the center. Mm-hmm. You know, we go back to that priority. Yeah. And a lot of guys think, I, I know a lot of guys, uh, me personally, we have things sometimes out of order. I speak from experience. That's true. You get yeah. out of order. And so you feel like, well, uh, church is there, but it's not something that I need. Mm-hmm. They think, well, it's good enough that my wife goes. It's good enough that my kids go and receive. Oh, that's good. I'll stay yeah. home and take care of the, the yard. I'll, I'll cook y'all some food. You know, but y'all go and be filled. I'll I'll stay and I'll you know, mm-hmm. and and that's out of order. See, because the word says right here, yeah, that the husband is the head, right? Wow. But not only that, it says that the head of Christ is God, and so we look to the head of the mm-hmm. Father, mm-hmm. which falls upon the husband, which falls upon the wife, and then onto the children. Wow. So I think it's so important that we get that that order in line. A lot of guys don't realize that that's that's the order that it is. Yeah, they feel like well. Let me let other people step in and teach my family. No, you need to be the ones that step in and teach your family yeah. about the things of God. Mm-hmm. Let me have the children's church pastors teach my kids about the Lord. Mm-hmm. No, I need to be the one to step in and show my kids what it is to be a godly man, how yeah. it is to respect and honor people. That's and so it's so important, you know, that, that all these things take take place, but it's nothing that, that men don't already know. It's just something they need to be retaught. Yeah. You know, because I know you grew up in church and I grew up in church and we learn basics. We learn principles. Mm -hmm. And I know a lot of guys out there grew up in church. They learn basics and principles. But somehow, somehow along the way, they got detoured. Mm -hmm. Come on back. Mm -hmm. You know, come on back is what we say. Mm -hmm. And I know that I have a couple of brothers, you know, where we started these home groups. And I know a couple of brothers that were inviting and they they say, well, I don't know if I'm ready for that. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I'm ready to get in that environment. But see, that environment is the thing that they need to get back in the presence of God. That brotherhood that you were talking about earlier, it's the most important thing. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing like it. There's nothing like that. You know, one of the things you mentioned is, you you know, we have it in us to lead. But we have to also have it in us to follow Jesus. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know, and church does that for you. Uh, Yes, there's a pastor who leads our congregation. And we're supposed to submit under him. Mm-hmm. But in that submission, it's like a healthy thing. It's a healthy submission. Right. 
to a man that God put over you. Amen. And that's the other thing that, I mean, big thing. This is one of the biggest things is you got you to gotta look for people that you want to follow. You know, and I don't, I don't want to follow somebody who doesn't serve Christ. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad to say that, that in our church, we have some of the best pastors that follow Jesus. That's right. And I know that they follow Jesus because of the fruits that they have in their life. They both uh, have wives. They both have good marriages, right? Mm-hmm. They both have great families. Praise God. Yes. They're both always joyful. And so I'm, I'm, if I'm talking to any men out there, would you like that in your life? Mm-hmm. Would yeah. you like that? Because God has said it, like you said, he's organized it in a way that you can be successful. And so if I'm going to be successful and if you want to be successful, then I'm going to follow a man of God. That's right. I'm going to follow a man that loves Jesus. And I'll be able to do the same in my household with, like you said, my kids, you know, yeah. and, and my wife or whatever at work. Mm-hmm. So one qu- one thing that I want to do, Eli, before we come off the air, maybe we should do 30 minutes. If that's why cool. not, man, this is our first you one. Know what? Eli, Let's go strong. Why don't, why don't you just tell them a little bit about yourself? Because we're just mm-hmm. coming right off the bat, like yeah. going to teach you to come to church. Yeah. But but maybe let's 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 see. You know, you might want to know Eli. Yeah, and, and absolutely. You know, uh, praise God. This has actually been the only ministry I've ever known. You know, from a young age, I grew up here, children's church. And I'm, I'm blessed by God to be part of such a beautiful ministry. But, you know. The world has such a stronghold, and and I'm an example of that. The world has such a stronghold on the young men mm-hmm. of this time. Yeah. You know, it's it's so easy to get sidetracked and, and get distracted. You know, those roots are there, mm-hmm. but when the the storm comes in, or when you feel that you know that kick, all of a sudden it's like, man, you get sidetracked quick. Yeah. And if you're not grounded and and you don't go back to those roots, there's no way you're gonna stay placed mm-hmm. where you're put. You're going to be moved. You're going to be shaken. And so uh, I did experience that. You know, I, I, I walked in. I, this is something I want to talk about. Uh, a lot of guys go after a, uh, an ambitious life. They're looking for a self-edifying success that the world can give them. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what got me off tour, you know, when I, when I stepped away. Because I call it stepped away. I didn't leave because God never left me. But I stepped away from him for a, for a season. And I was about 17 18, 19, 20, 21, and and there's a season that took place there. And the world had its fun with me, you know, took me out of where I was planted and moved me and shook me and told me, no, you need to make money. You need to have an expensive car. You're a man. You need to provide. You need to be a leader. You need to have your own home. You need to have money in the bank and, and money to retire, money to expound, money to invest. All of these things is what the world says. Sounds like money, 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 yes. money, huh? And it's, and it's what you're fed from such a young age. It's what society feeds you, you know? And so what I'm saying is the importance of God, the importance of, of the foundation of the word, If even if it's there, there's still a chance at the opportunity that the enemy is going to come and try and sneak you away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you that's why the brotherhood is so important. Yeah. That's why the bond of a Christian and the fellowship of the believer is so important because... Man, when you're missing, somebody notices that you're gone. Yeah. When you're when you're out, somebody's calling you. Hey, where are you, man? Haven't seen you in church for a while. Haven't seen you in men's group. When you're not part and when you're not connected to the body, when you're not serving in the ministry, mm-hmm. people know, people recognize, and they they miss 
and they call after you. And that's what we're called to go after the one. Yeah. Leave the 99 and go after the one. So, so praise God, you know, a reconnection took place. God strategically placed the right people in my life to get me back on track, to plug me back into the ministry. Pastor Ray mm -hmm. has a big part in that, and I, I bless yeah. God for him and Pastor Kevin so much because I really was able to step into my calling mm -hmm. the minute that I fell into my purpose, and that can only be found through the Word. And yeah. they helped me find that purpose. Yeah, You know, you said something big, purpose, and I think purpose is big with men. I mean, we have to have a purpose, and I think if you're out there right now and you're hearing this, and hopefully you stayed long enough to hear, you know, past this, which yeah. I did, I believe you did, yeah, uh, because I believe the Holy Spirit's working in your life. But if you're saying, like, why, you know, we, we gave you a lot of great reasons, but I mean, I think for a man, the top one would have to be purpose. Yeah. It would have to be purpose because we have to feel like we're a part of something, but we also have to feel like we're going to do something. That's right. And um, when I was 16, I, I actually I actually didn't grow up in church, Eli, but I, I at the age of 16, I, I met the Lord Jesus. And um, I remember how I met him. Um, I went for six months to church and uh, every Sunday, and that's because my mom and dad dragged me, right? But uh, every Sunday I, 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 uh, I heard the message jesus jesus died for us jesus was raised from the dead that message touched my heart but i could never go to the front of the altar mm. to give my life to jesus yeah and i i remember now that i had a, i was a coward i felt like i was a coward for not doing it and then there was this lady who came and preached the gospel one saturday morning and my mom brought me to church her name's paula white you know she's yeah. a great minister now but um you know, she talked about a young boy who went to school, and as he went to school, he was at sitting in the seat. And they're having class, and the teacher says, you know, we were made from apes, or we were created in this way, in this format, where we're a little monkey, a bigger monkey. And you guys all know, right, Darwinism and mm -hmm. biology and all that and, and all that science. Well... Uh, the little boy raised his hand and said, no, ma'am, we are not created from monkeys and apes. And he got up and he said, we were created by God. And mm -hmm. as soon as that happened, something wonderful happened in that room. The presence of God came in that room and every little kid was on the floor Amen. crying. And, um, well... I heard that story that day on a Saturday morning, on a on a Saturday, and uh, but what I saw was that a little kid had purpose and I didn't have it. Mm. And the reason I was a coward is because I didn't have purpose. Wow. And so, I went to the altar that day. Not that the message of Jesus Christ didn't move me those mm -hmm. six months. It did. It's just that I needed to know that if I was gonna go to Jesus, would I be doing something? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so that little boy was doing something. Yeah. He knew something and he was doing something. And so when I came to the altar, I not only received Jesus, I received my purpose. Praise God. And I think when you come to church, you receive purpose. That's exactly and men right. need purpose. That's right. Men, we're speaking to you right now. You're being drawn. Mm -hmm. Come to church because you have purpose. Yes. Amen. Yeah. Come to church because you have Jesus, but you have a purpose in Jesus. And I, I don't know what else to say other than that. Man. And come, come to church people. because come to church because you know that 
you're going to be that leader your family needs. Come to church because your family depends on you. Yeah. You know, I could stand here, I could, you know, speak to you about my testimony, so I could Pastor Tony, but what's your testimony? Where is God leading you? Where is your family? How does your family see you? Do they see you as a, a godly man? Do they mm. see you as an example, somebody they look up to? I know every man wants that. You know, they want to be a strong leader. But God has that purpose that, that's already in your heart. Mm-hmm. So connecting to him is connecting to your purpose. Yeah. And as you do that, the leader that you need to be comes out of you. It's already in there. It's already in your heart. It just comes out. God has a way of bringing, and I know that he has a way of bringing things out that need to come out. And so step into that role as a leader, as your man of God. And, and you'll see that your family will, will be so much more blessed, so much more prosperous. You know, every need will be met. Yeah. There's nothing impossible and there's no lack in the kingdom. Yeah. I know you can say that. Amen yeah, to that. There's, no, yeah, there's lack. no lack in the kingdom. There's no lack. There's no lack. But God is a God of order. Amen. And so going back to that, you know, that mindset, you know, we need to remain in order. Yeah. We need to remain in order and know that as we trust in him, He's going to provide the job we need. Thank you, Lord. As we trust in him, he's going to provide the family, the the, the home. He's going to take care of all our needs. Mm-hmm. He, he He's a good father. He wants to bless us. Amen. And he's not going to leave us, but he's going to bless and prosper our hand. Yeah. And how do we know this? We don't know this unless we get into the word. We don't know this unless we get into the fellowship of the saints. You, we don't know this unless we get into the church. That's right. Because that's what the church is, is the equipping center. Mm-hmm. It's not just some place you go. And I know some guys that tell me, man, I don't want to go to church because I feel uncomfortable, man. They're going to make me pray in the front. I'll have to sing and I don't want to lift my hands and I don't want to. And it's not about that. Yeah. It's not about any of that. It's about going to receive what God has from you. If God wants to minister to your heart, yeah. you're going to receive in that way. Yeah. And nobody in the room is going to know about it but you. Praise God. You know, I, I can't help but thinking maybe there's somebody listening and maybe you have heard the gospel, maybe you haven't, mm-hmm. you know. But that's their first step. I mean, your first step is to meet Jesus. You can meet Jesus right there where you're at, hearing yes. us right now. Yes. And, you know, the gospel is simply this, that Jesus Christ, he, you know, uh, God sent his only son, it says in the Bible. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life. And God sent his only son to die on that cross for Amen. us. And in, on that cross, everything was taken, all sin, all, all pain, all sorrow. You know, it says in the Bible, he was a man of sorrows. Yeah. You know, he was rejected by men. You know, if you've been rejected, if you're a man of sorrows right now, maybe you're sitting there, you say, man, I'm a man of, of sadness. And you know what? Jesus took sadness on the cross. You can say, I've been rejected by my wife. I've been rejected by women. I've been rejected by men. I've been rejected my whole life. Well, I can tell you that Jesus took rejection on that cross. Amen. And by his blood, we're able to come to the Father. In the Bible, it says in John 14, 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man can come to God as Father but through me. And we just want you to have that opportunity Amen. to come to God as Father. You know, maybe you can be. You can say right now, I didn't have a good father. I don't know how to be a good man because I didn't have a father. Well, you know what? You can have a father right now. That's right. You can have a father. And it's only through Jesus that you can have that. And so it's very simple. Jesus came. He died. But on the third day, he was raised from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit. Mm. And the Bible says if you believe in your heart and you say with your mouth, you too will be saved. Amen. So, you know, 
I know this, you know, sometimes it's a bit weird that you're listening to something and then your heart touches, something touches yeah. you and you're, you're like in your car and you're about to cry. You might be in your car listening to us. Mm-hmm. You might be at home. But you know what? It takes a man to bow his head right now yeah. and receive the man Jesus Christ for who he was. Amen. And he's your savior. He is your king. And he might not be right now, but with this prayer, he could be. Amen. So are you ready to pray with us? Eli's just going to lead you in the prayer of salvation right now. Amen. I just want you to repeat after me. I just want you to just say, Father God, in the name of Jesus and by the power of the Holy Ghost, we thank you right now for entering my life. Forgive me if I've left you or if I've walked away from you. I know you've never left me, but I know that you continue to be part of me. Help me restore my life. Put me back together. Help me find the purpose that you place inside my heart. Help me be the man you have designed me to be. Help me be the leader for my family. Help me to give you my issues and my concerns. Help me to bring those things to you and make good of those things because your word says. Lord, I ask you right now just to come into my heart. Restore my soul. Restore my mind. Renew my heart. Bless my life. In Jesus' name, I am no longer broken. I am the man of God you called me to be. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, Well, it looks like that's all the time we have. Bros. So, bros, this is deep. This is a deep night, deep session here. But you know what? There's more to come. We're going to have a lot more content. So please continue to stay subscribed, and, and we'll talk to you real soon. What's the name of the show again? The Bro Show. The Bro Show. Bros out.